Hey there, I'm your host, Misty, and I'm a woman's life coach. In my former life, I was overstressed, overwhelmed, and always overdoing it, which I believe led to my diagnosis of rheumatoid arthritis. Now I get to live a life that I've designed and I have the power to create what I want. Doesn't that sound cool? I found my way back to health by showing up for myself and releasing old patterns, including being the ultimate people pleaser and perfectionist. I created this podcast from my passion to empower, uplift, and transform the lives of women who are struggling with chronic stress and illness by providing tips, tools, and insights into the power of rest, how our thoughts and old patterns not only hold us back, but create dis-ease in the body. My goal is to support and educate at the same time as build a community of like-minded women so we remember we are not alone. Now's the time to begin the exploration into what is holding you back and start to design the life of your dreams. My only question is, are you ready? Let's get going. Welcome to episode 10 of Empower, Uplift, and Transform podcast with Misty. I'm so excited to have you here. And today I have the most amazing, beautiful, special guest, Melissa Vandenhuvel. And she is a functional nutrition intuitive health coach who empowers women that are struggling with their health and getting answers from their doctors to take back their power and to reclaim their health. Melissa teaches them to become the master of their own health by showing them how to connect to their intuition and how to embrace their own unique bio-individuality. She awakens them to their inner healer and teaches these women how to consistently connect to the wisdom that comes from within. Melissa is a naturally gifted researcher and intuitive who relies on her skills and knowledge and has done so in order to help herself recover when her health and Western medicine failed to offer any hope. And now she does the same for her clients. I'm so excited to have Melissa here. So let's dive in. And just welcoming her energy and her wisdom. And I know that all of you are going to get so much information from her. So let's just get started. Welcome, Melissa. I'm so grateful that you decided to join us. And just to start, could you just tell us a little bit about yourself? I know your bio gave some information, but just to let the listeners hear directly from you, that would be great. Awesome. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me here, Misty. Uh, It's such a pleasure to be talking with you and your guest today. And yeah, so I am a certified holistic health coach. I'm also a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner and a yogi and a Reiki master. (laughs) And and I've done it actually, I've been kind of a student for a professional student, so to speak, um, of all sorts of different, um, also did a program with Colette Baron-Reed and intuitive coaching. So I've done a lot of things because I've been drawn to my own healing process and you know it was um, you know I got sick in 2007 and actually I had a lot of illnesses leading up to 2007 but it was 2007 when I got acne and it started affecting the way I looked in a very um, extreme way um, that really caused me to go okay hey I got to get serious about my health here right because you know so often before that I had um, I had half of my thyroid removed when I was 25. I had my tonsils removed when I was 22. And I was just always sick. Like, you know, leading up my entire life, I was always sick. And what happened was, is I, I think that I had an underlying health condition from an early age and it didn't get picked up. So I had um, an implant, a breast implant put in at 16 years old, <clears throat> which I believe led to what was called, what is termed as breast in, implant illness. And so I didn't know it at the time. I actually didn't realize that there was even such a thing called breast implant illness until, gosh, it was probably about five years after I had my implants removed. <laughs> so anyways, there's a whole long story about this is, you know, my, my health history is a very long, complicated, interwoven story. So going back to 2007, when I had cystic acne, you know, I had beautiful skin leading up to this point. And like I said, I had those health issues, but I never really gave my health a big you know, overhaul or anything like that. Um, Just because it really wasn't important to me until it started really affecting me how I looked physically. And at that point in time, I was working in sales. And, you know, it really played a huge role on the way I got my self esteem. It was, you know, it was very hard to get up every day, looking the way I did (laughs) to show up to, you know, try to sell somebody something because, you know, people were just staring at me. And it was, you know, I was embarrassed. It was really hard for me to look in the mirror, let alone to have people look at me. So, 
that led to me quitting my job. And at the same time that I was quitting my job, I was actually going in for my surgery to have the implant that I had put in at 16 taken out. So, and at that time I was like, okay, well, Hey, I'm going to get both of them, you know, bigger. And I'm going to have, you know, cause my chest was fairly small. So I was like, okay, I'm going to get both breasts and I'm going to have these, you know, nice B size cups and I'm going to be pretty and all this stuff. Right. So, <laughs> you know, but I, I thought it was going to change the way my face looked, you know, I don't know what I was thinking, but you know, so I, I didn't know. And I, you know, it was really embarrassing. So I couldn't go back to my job and, you know, I had these implants and I went to my doctor and I was like, okay, there's something going on with me. And I wasn't making any connections. Right. So I turned to my doctor and I was like, okay, can you help me here? Like, this is just really debilitating. It's painful. And he's like, yeah, here's a prescription for birth control. And I'm like, what? Like, (laughs) aren't you going to like take my blood? Aren't you going to do a physical or, you know, do anything? Like, you know, I I only have half a thyroid, like you're, you know, there's gotta be something that we're missing here. And he's like, no, just take this birth control pill. And everything will be fine and come back to me, you know, later. And I was like, okay, well, this doesn't work for me. I did birth control when I was 16 and I can't remember exactly what happened, but I didn't like it. It it just, it didn't work in my body. So I was like, okay, you know, it didn't work for me when I was 16. And I don't like, I think I remember that I didn't like the way it made me feel. So I was like, I'm not going to take this again. And it, to me, it didn't, it wasn't the answer. So I was like, okay, well, what am I going to do? So being jobless and, you know, you know, trying to recover and heal myself, it was like, you know, what am I going to do? So a friend mentioned to me about parabens and I was like, okay, well, parabens, what are these things? So, you know, went to the World Wide Web and started looking into parabens and I was like, wow, these are, you know, like literally these chemicals that are put in, you know, my personal care products and, you know, some of the foods that I was eating as well as, you know, the cleaning products that I was using and, they were literally in everything. And I was like, they're, they're fake estrogens or xenoestrogens that have an effect on our hormonal system. And I was like, okay, well, you know, I'm putting them, you know, like everywhere. So then that led to another, you know, discovery about phthalates. Cause then I was like, okay, well, those are also in my products. And that led to skin deep database. So the skin deep database is this database, which the environmental working group had put out. I think it was probably in that year. Um, where you could type in, you know, whatever cosmetics and that you were using and you could get a, a score out of one to 10. So I was putting in all my cosmetics that I was using and I was getting like 10 out of 10, nine out of 10, eight out of 10. And the funny thing is, is they don't even register parabens. Like I think parabens score a four out of 10. So they don't even register parabens as being something that's really dangerous to the health, you know? So it was like this floodgate of ingredients and toxic ingredients just opened up to me. And I was like, oh my God, like everything in my home is, is got something in it that is literally going to harm me. And I, up to that point, I would think I was always under the, the belief system that if it was sold on a shelf, it was safe, that there was some sort of testing that it had gone through and that, you know, I, it was safe for me to put on my skin and that I can, you know, use it safely. And it just led to all these discoveries. It led to, you know, me going, okay, well, I need to make my own products because, you know, this, actually, I'll step back one second. So it led me to having this long list of (laughs) ingredients that I did not want to use anymore. Um, And I got boxes and boxes full of products that I couldn't use. And I went to the health food store. It was my first time ever walking into a health food store. Now, this is back in 2007. They looked a lot different than they do today. Um, far less products. Um, so anyways, I go there with this list and I'm like, okay, I need witch hazel because I've heard all these miraculous things about witch hazel and how it would help, you know, acne. And so I pick up a bottle and I'm like reading the ingredients list and there's parabens. And I'm like, what? (laughs) I'm like, this is a health food store. It shouldn't be this way. And it was just like, it blew my mind. So I, I can't remember totally. I think I had, I think that I discovered there in that trip, that one trip that I needed to, okay, well, there's nothing that I can buy here. So I'm going to pick up these essential oils. I'm going to pick up this pure like Jehovah oil and I'm going to pick up these other things because, you know, everything, everything there was not safe. So I started going, okay. So then I went home and I was like, I got to make my own stuff. So I found recipes online and started tweaking them and making my own formulations and that led to my very first um, business, which was You Me for Life, which was uh, I made my own natural skincare products as well as uh, household cleaners, and I brought them to um, to an online environmental health store where I also looked for other products that I could find and source out that were truly like natural. So I had this 
safe place to shop for people that was online. And I did that for um, quite a few years, probably about two or three, three, about three or four years. And then I started really, like I'd had all, the, all these people, I'd go and do talks and I'd have all these people that were like, okay, so if I put this on my skin, they're like, is that going to heal me? But it, through this whole process, I was realizing that it was like, well, you know, we got to get, you know, it's more than just that, right? It's, it's nutrition and it's diet. So I was waking up to all of that. So in 2012, I went to IIN. So that was my first kind of formal education in, in nutrition um, besides self-teaching myself. And um, so, yeah, so that there was a year-long program. I graduated of that as a holistic health coach. And then after that, I went into intuitive coaching, which really started to tap into my intuition and, and learning that because, you know, this is another big part of healing, right? Because it's like, you know, we have been taught for so long not to trust our own inner guidance system. And, you know, thank God I did because that, you know, in 2012, I'd actually, you know, healed my acne. My skin looked great. And then um, we started doing cooking classes. <laughs> so because we were doing cooking classes, we had to prepare all these recipes. So I was like preparing the recipe for, you know, earlier in the week. So for the, the class later on in the week. And I had gone from eating this raw food vegan diet, which I thought, first of all, was the healthiest diet, but it turns out that it wasn't. Um, but anyways, that transition from eating that raw food diet to all of a sudden now eating all this gluten and everything just sent my body into this crazy acne tailspin again. So, um, so I ended up from like the beginning of 2013 until May of 2013, my skin totally blew up again. And this time it blew up even worse than it had the first time. I was like developing these golf ball craters on the side of my face that were just absolutely devastating. And here I am, this new health coach, and I became so embarrassed because it's like, you know, here I am trying to tell people how to heal themselves or trying to help them to heal themselves. And here I was, I was looking obviously not very well. <laughs> it was, again, really hard to... Um, you know, it hurt when I put my head down. It hurt when I like moved my head. It was like, it was, it was really, really painful and it became really embarrassing. So back to the doctor I went. And again, I hadn't seen the doctor because I had figured out, you know, I solved or I thought had solved my issue. Um, so I went back to the doctor. He sent me to a dermatologist this time. And this time the dermatologist was like, you know, you're going to look like this forever if you don't take Accutane. And I'm like, really? This is an... I, I wanted to get injections. I was like, really, this time I was like, give me the birth control, I'll do anything, you know, but I won't do Accutane. And, you know, he said to me at that time, he's like, you're going to look like this forever then. And that, like, it, it crushed me. It crushed my spirit. I went home that day and I cried and my husband um, had his uh, brother over and his brother came over with a couple of friends because we lived in, the, in a beautiful forest and we used to go mountain biking in the forest. And I literally couldn't come out of my room for the whole weekend because I was so embarrassed by how I looked and I thought that I would look that way forever and it nearly crushed me. So anyhow, you know, fast forward to now, like, well, a couple of days later after I got over my little, you know, pity party, I guess you could say, but it, it wasn't really a pity party. It was, it was definitely, it was like, I felt so defeated. And so, you know, because I thought I had the answers, right? So then it led to me discovering some more things and doing some more research and, and then, and I did, I ended up healing myself. Um, it, uh, oh, sorry. I ended up leading to functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner school, <laughs> um, learning to use, um, functional diagnostic tools. So I'm not a doctor and I'm not a, a nutritionist and all of that stuff, but what they taught me in that school is how to really look at the body as a whole, how to use the, the tools like using, um, hair tissue mineral analysis and using Dutch hormone testing and using, um, you know, stool testing to look for hidden stressors. Because what happened to me was, is that, um, there was underlying health issues that I had. So I, there was, you know, there's some plurry and all these different things, these hidden stressors that were inside that everything that I was trying to get at, like I was attacking the diet, I was attacking, um, you know, the, the, the external factors through the chemicals and all that stuff. But what I was missing were these hidden underlying stressors that were, you know, the leaky gut, um, the dysbiosis that was uh, there. So that schooling there brought me back to, you know, learning how to bring the body back into homeostasis. And so, yeah, so that's where I am now is, is helping people to do that. And it is funny through this process here. Now we've kind of taken a little shift and now it's a lot too about, um, 
the spiritual aspect. And that's where the yoga and everything came into because we're going through this planetary um, ascension process. So it's, it's really quite interesting how health and ascension and everything's led full circle to where we are here today. So yeah, yeah. thank you. That is like, I have like goosebumps just from your story. Like it's so, and like a couple of things dropped in as you were sharing. It's this whole going, you know, we go to the doctors thinking that they're going to help us save, save us. Like, it's like, we look externally. So this is a lot of the work that I've been learning too. It's looking externally for the answers to fix us. And it's, it's coming back inward like you did and tuning in and learning more about how to support yourself. And I, by no means am I beating up on Western medicine because I know that they have a place and a purpose, but it's that idea of not putting all of our eggs in that basket, I guess, is a way you can look at it. It's like really, and when you talk about the spiritual, it's like really looking at us as a whole. And I think you talked about one of your schools is looking at the body as a whole and not as parts. Cause that's what I always feel like when I go to the doctors, they look at parts you can only talk to me about one thing that's wrong. Well, then how the heck are we going to figure it out if I'm only allowed to talk about one thing, right? Like, so it's, I love how you, with your journey and your experience, you are able to look at people as a whole and support them in being able to look at, you know, and, and for me, and definitely correct me if I'm wrong, it's like an exploration. It's like you're the scientist in your life because there is no one answer for everybody. That's my belief. Absolutely. It's we're all so unique. Absolutely. Like it is, it is amazing. And that is, um, what I did the first schooling that I did at IIN, they, they really hammered in the bioindividuality. And at the time I was, you know, I was a vegan and a vegetarian. Like I was kind of teetering on the vegan vegetarian and really trying to be, go back to my raw roots that I was just coming out of. And I was like, everybody needs to eat this diet. This is the healthiest diet. And like, I didn't understand it back then. And it literally almost took me a decade. Well, not quite a full decade because it's a decade now. Um, but probably about eight years to really understand this bioindividuality concept. We are all so unique. And this is what Anthony and I teach right now is like we teach people how to find their own unique food blueprint because, you know, and it's different and it's constantly changing throughout our lives. Like I've had, you know, like over the last 15 years, I've been, you know, where I couldn't eat dairy, where I couldn't eat, you know, potatoes, where I couldn't eat this. And then I've like, I've done healing and now I can eat these things again. And like, we're constantly shifting. Like Anthony was at once, he was a really strong protein type. And now he's shifted into more of a carb type and it's like, or a mixed type. And it's like, we're shifting. And this is what you said is like, we have to learn how to intuit and become our own. I think we're our own best doctors. Right. And we have to, and that's how I've like literally, you know, how I've managed to get to where I am. You know, now I, I've always like, I was a lifetime topper. I was a lifetime member at Weight Watchers by the time I was 16. Now I don't, you know, I don't struggle with my weight anymore. Like I used to have serious um, weight issues, well, not like serious weight issues, but I used to have, you know, I was like a yo-yo dieter. And now I finally fixed my metabolism to a point where, you know, I can eat like sweets and treats and have these things without worrying so much because my metabolism is, is more balanced now and it's not so sluggish. And, you know, the thyroid is, I've got that more balanced. And, and this is the, the thing is when we go to the doctors, they look at us like, like before I moved to here, I used to go see a specialist and he was the, you know, he was my endocrinologist, but he looked at my thyroid, but he, he didn't look at anything else. And it's like, well, there's these other things that are happening in my body that are like I know that they're related, you know, but he, he wasn't looking at them as being related. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, and this is not, again, I'm not dissing them either because, you know, again, but what we need to do as, as, as individuals is we have to, we have to trust our own, um, our own selves and, and stop handing our power away to them. We have to go, okay. You know, cause there was a time, actually there was a study in 2016. And again, I'm not dissing, but I'm just sharing um, that came out that John Hopkins did that in 2016, they discovered that medical error was the third leading cause of death. So we have to have the right. It has to be made okay for us to question our doctors. Like, um, I don't have it handy here, but the Accutane um, prescription that he wanted me to give, what he, when he wanted me to take it, like there was literally um, carbon copy forms that I had to sign waving off my life like there was actually a clause in there that said that you might kill yourself but we don't know if you're killing yourself because of the medication or if you're killing yourself because you don't like the way you look and you're so depressed and it's like wow okay I'm not <laughs> signing that off you know and it was like you know double forms of birth control and you know taking liver tests every month and hormone tests every month and it was like and you know and they had class session lawsuits and I'm like 
no, there are other, there are other solutions out there. Right. And, and that's the thing is that, you know, if I didn't, if, if I didn't have the intuition, you know, and if I didn't have this purpose in my life, because I do believe this is part of my purpose and why I had these experiences. Um, but if I didn't have that, you know, who knows what might've happened. There's been a lot of people that have been injured by their doctors or by the drugs that are prescribed to by their doctors. And that, again, I'm not attacking, but it just happens, right? It's like they're, they're people. And unfortunately in today's society, we've been kind of taught that they're more than people, you know, they're sometimes gods or, <laughs> you know, yeah. they know better than we do, right? They have in, in the eight minutes that they get to see us, they have more authority over our body and more knowledge of our body than we do. And that's just, that's just wrong. It's not, that's a false belief, right? Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. And the, and it's, I feel like we're in a place where we get to start to change that. Like I always say when I'm working with people, it's like become a team member of your medical team, like have your voice yeah. heard, talk about your intuition. Right. And I remember my grandmother, do whatever your doctor says, they know best. And, and it, like, this was imprinted from a very young age. Right. And well, if, yeah, if we think back to those ads, you know, your doctor recommends camels, like, you know, it's like, well, why are we even asking our doctor what's going right? We should smoke in the first place, you know? And then, you know, like, who's our doctor to tell us what's, you know, like, that's the thing, right? And it is, we have to become a partner, right? Like we have to be a partner in our health or we at least have to be a part of our healthcare plan. Like a lot of times the, the way medical, and I love how you said it, it's changing because it is changing, especially when we're seeing here, there's, there's a lot of stuff happening. And I live in New Brunswick and there's a lot of stuff happening in the province where I live, where the healthcare system is just, it's, it's in dire straits right now. Right. So it's, People have to take back responsibility for their health. They can't just keep handing it over to their doctor. Their doctors are overworked right mm -hmm. now. They're stressed to the max. They don't have the time for their families, let alone the time, you know, the time that they have for you. They, they're, they're, they're human. They're making mistakes. And there's a lot of stuff like right going happening on in this, this um, like the society that we're having, like this world that we're living in right now. And, you know, this is a big part of what is happening is we're all being, guided to taking responsibility for our health because we need to we we can't keep like the days of us going hey what does our doctor tell me to do are, are over with you know i think this the science or what or what they say not the science but i think they say that uh, doctors get 25 hours of nutrition training in their seven years of schooling and nutrition is the foundation of health right the, the hippocrates the grandfather of medicine said you know let food be thy medicine medicine be thy food and that is you know until we have the power of our mind, you know, to control what our experience, like we have to use nutrition as our main source of health, right? And figuring that out, like, it's like, you know, going back to me being, you know, this raw vegan or thinking that was, you know, the healthiest thing for me. It worked at the beginning because it was very cleansing, which is so helpful because my body needed that because I had grown up you know, eating McDonald's, like when I was pregnant, I ate McDonald's every day, twice a day for like, you know, seven months of my pregnancy. It was like, you know, but you know, so I, I, you know, I didn't have the best healthiest background. So I needed to, you know, have that period where I could do a really cleansing diet. But then after that, it started to have a detrimental effect on my health. But I wasn't listening to my body. Because again, I was listening to the people who were in the raw food world who were, you know, telling me that, no, this is the way it needs to be. This is the best diet. This is the only healthy diet. And I was listening to them instead of listening to myself. Mm -hmm. And that's what we teach now. It's like, you have to listen to yourself. You have to, you know, assess it. It's like, yeah, you might be eating awesome, huge vegetables. Like that's another one of my stories is, you know, I was eating, you know, a big massive salad every day, plus, you know, a juice and a smoothie. And I blew up, I gained 30 pounds of inflammatory weight in a matter of six months eating like a really healthy diet. And it was like, what is going on? And it was, you know, so again, it was listening to the gurus and not listening to my own intuition, right? And, and that leads us to trouble, right? So we have to, we have to become the authority in our life. We have to take responsibility for our own life and for our health and, and learn because this is the other thing too. Like when in school, did they ever teach us how to care for our health? Like we had phys ed class, but it was mostly based around sports. <laughs> you know what I mean? There really wasn't any, there wasn't any nutrition class, like unless you took cooking class, but the cooking class that I took, it was all like, Hey, let's make donuts. Let's make, you know, international food. It wasn't like, Hey, let's learn about nutrition. Let's learn about how to nourish a body. And let's learn about how we're all unique and how everybody's body requires something different. Like, 
you know, it's, yeah. it's just not taught. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's never taught even like how, well, for me, like in, in school, but even like when I got sick, it was never taught to nobody ever asked me like, how stressful is your life? How stressful is work? Nobody ever asked me those questions. It was just like, you have an autoimmune illness. So now you got to take these heavy duty drugs. And, and like you, at that point, I was desperate. I was like, give me whatever you have to give me. And so I did whatever I needed to do, which helped. It got me out of the flare, but it was then when I started to awaken to when I like learned about the, you know, your autonomic, your autonomic nervous system and how stress impacts that and how that creates inflammation, all this stuff. I was like, Hmm. And then I wanted to get off the meds. And that was when I was the partner with my doctor and my one doctor, like he threatened to fire me. So I fired him. I said, okay, like if you aren't going to work with me, then you're not my doctor. I went back to my family doctor who always says to me, she's great. And she always, she'll argue with me. I'm like, you need to refer me to this doctor because I saw him speak. I want to work with him. She's like, you'll never get another. You're not going to get in there. And I said, just do the referral. And I got in, right? Like I did get in and he partnered with me and I got off my meds, right? So it's like, and when I intuitively knew something was wrong with my back, I'm like, I just, I want an MRI so we can see what's going on. I don't want to take all these anti-inflammatories. It's not a flare. I've done something, right? And I really... And so she's like, you're not going to qualify for an MRI. And I said, let's do the paperwork together. We did it. And I had an MRI three weeks later. So I was like, it's like allowing myself to have a voice was the first time that I started to be able to intuitively list. Like I knew what was going on in my body. Doctors don't think, you know, right. Or they think you're, you know, sometimes they, they doubt how well you listen to your body, but it's. Well, and I think you probably showed up confidently because I think this is the other thing too, is that we're so intimidated by our doctors that when we show up and even though we think, well, even though we intuitively know something's wrong with us, like they intimidate you and they don't make you feel so confident. So it sounds like you have a lot of confidence when you show up to your doctor. So how can she say no? Because when we stand in our power, it's like almost virtually impossible to say no to somebody, right? So... And that's the key, right? Is like learning how to, you know, stand in your power with your doctor. I love that you fired your doctor who wasn't willing to work with you. Like that's, <laughs> honestly, that's, that should, like, you know, and it's amazing. But how many people, like that takes a lot of courage because a lot of people don't have the courage to do that. And I don't blame them for not having the courage because it is scary when we, when doctors are in such a shortage and you're, you know, you need help. You're like, okay, this is a big risk, but Risks pay off sometimes, right? Like a lot of the times risks do pay off when we, when we stand in our power and we say, okay, you know what, this is what I need for myself and I'm going to take this chance. And, you know, there's a higher power that watches over us and, you know. Yeah. And that's what I believe. Like when you brought in the, the spiritual part, it's like, I believe that my guides were there saying, you know, this isn't what, like, like trust your gut, Misty, take the step, you know, walk away. And I did. And then within you know, three months I had the doctor that I wanted who didn't necessarily believe everything I was talking about. Cause I worked with a home, like a homeopathy doctor. And so he didn't, but he was like, I'm not going to discount it, but I don't know what to do with it. So, but, and by the end of it, he's like, I don't know what you're doing, how you're doing it, but he's like, you have no trace of the illness in your body. So wow. you don't need your meds anymore. We're going to like, and it took us, I think two and a half years to get there. Like he weaned me off. Amazing. Right. Yeah. And so he this, worked with yeah. me. Awesome. Yeah. I love it. I love mm-hmm. it. Healing is such a Jersey. And that, that's the other thing too, is that we, is, like, we've also been kind of programmed or conditioned to believe that, Hey, I got this wrong with me. Just go take a pill. Like we expect everything almost instantaneous. Right. And natural health and the path that I've taken has taken a long time. Like it's a journey. It's like, it's, and same with yours, like two and a half years to get off your meds, but that is the safe way to do it. And it's like, that is, that is how it's done, right? It's like, you know, it's not that you go and you have an organ cut out because when we go and have organs cut out or it's just a Band-Aid, you know, it's never dealing with the root cause. It's never dealing with why that happened in the first place. And that's, you know, it has to be done. Like when they took out half my thyroid, well, it didn't take away my thyroid issue. It didn't, you know, I, I could have literally left the thyroid in, dealt with the goiter and then healed it and not had to go through all that, right? So you live and you learn. Like I know now that there's things that I can do and, you know, we just got to empower self. And I think that's the other thing too. I think that, you know, especially now uh, with internet, it's like, why not do a Google research? Why not before we're told that we have to have these procedures or we're given this prescription, 
why not take the time to go, okay, let me just look at this up. Let me just see what's out there on that. Like, I don't know how many times I've, I've stopped bad things from happening in our own family. Like Anthony, my husband, um, he was prescribed prednisone once. And so he was, he was in a lot of pain. It was an injection. Um, and I was like, okay, he called me, he was at the pharmacy picking up and he was literally walking back up to the doctor's office to get it injected. And I'm like, okay, give me a sec. And it says right there, don't, don't, not for type one diabetics. I'm like, you're a type one diabetic. And he's literally knows you're type one diabetic and he's going to put that in you. I'm like, no, walk away. So he literally like had the prescription filled and he walked away. And, and then, you know, five days later, his arm was fine. We took, you know, castor oil packs. We used some DMSO with it, you know, and it's like the body wants to heal the body. Every cell in our body is programmed to heal. This is just the innate wisdom. Just like we don't have to, you know, tell, give instructions to breathe. The body just innately knows how to breathe. The body innately knows how to pump blood. It innately knows how to process toxins. Um, you know, sometimes we get bogged down by these toxins and our cup can overflow, but innately our body is programmed. Every cell in its body, in our body is programmed. So what we need to get back to is learning what our body needs. Cause our body is, you know, it's this vessel, as you know, it's a vessel, it's a, our cards or whatever, we get one of them. We, we still live in this physical world. So we are still, our bodies are impacted by the physical environment, by, you know, the, the toxins and everything. And, you know, the autoimmune three-legged stool, this is, you know, very much talked about where, you know, we, our genetics are not our, like, we are not our genetics, right? Through the, the process of epigenetics, we, we are not our disease. So if we can control our environment and if we can keep our terrain, our, our guts and our gut system healthy, because we have the gut brain, gut brain connection and, you know, our, our gut, this is where like 90% of our immune system lies. So we have to figure out, and I'll always sell the food because I always talk about food, <laughs> right? So if we're eating a diet that's creating leaky gut and causing all this, well, then we're allowing, you know, all these toxins and pathogens and everything that are in our, in our environment to come in. And then that opens the doorway to developing these autoimmune conditions that we may be, you know, that may be in our genetics that, you know, are lying there for us. So we really, this is coming back to this. It's like, we need to clean up the environment. We got to, you know, hopefully in this, in, in this new path forward into this new earth that we're going into, hopefully we can start becoming more consciously aware of what we're putting out into the environment and how we're, you know, raising our animals, how we're raising our crops, what we're doing, you know, in the environment, what were you putting on our skin, um, what we're putting in our hair, because again, this all goes back out into the environment, which comes back to us, everything just like we're one, we're full circle and one with everything that is around us. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, it is really right. It's just remembering. And I love how you talk about, you always talk about food and, and I love that. I haven't done the trainings that you have around food. I mean, I've done my own research and, and from, because of my own illness and what works for me and what doesn't. But what I always, I always say is, is rest, like slow down and take the time to rest because I feel that's another thing in our society that has just been in, like programmed into us is that if you're resting, you're lazy or you're not getting enough done or you need to do, 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 right? And it's like my, my coach says it's a do, be, do, be, do, be, right? So you do and you be and you do. Or, and it's, it just is like, yeah. And so I'm always saying, slow down, come into your body, you will hear what your body needs you to hear, but you have to slow it down. You can't be racing through everything we do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, and to like sleep, so many people do not respect their circadian rhythm. Like, it's like, that is the simplest and free thing that you can do for your health. Like, you know, get to bed at a certain, like by 10 o'clock, right. If you can, and, you know, watch the blue light at night that you're not, you know, exposing yourself to all this, like where, you know, the blue blocking glasses, like, just simple things that we can do to improve our health. And like you said, like we've been so programmed, like the busier you are, the busier your schedule, the more worth you have to this world or something. I, it's really, you know, and this is it. Like we can actually get more done. Like what are they, you know, Tim Ferriss and all these people that have the, the four hour work week or whatever. There's like so many people out there, but this is it. Like get out in nature. We need to slow down. Like nature is so healing. And so many of us are so disconnected from nature. Like both of us are blessed to live in nature. And, you know, I, <laughs> like, I can't even imagine like, you know, being in the city because it's, you know, so if we are in the city, that's, you know, get out in nature, like just that simple 
thing will help you heal. Like it, it doesn't have to be, healing does not have to be complicated. And nature is so full of messages. Like, like just look around it, you know, if you see what you see there, like it's always messages. Like there's messages at every corner when you're in nature, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think that's because you're, you've slowed down, right? You're out there and you're yeah. it's like, you're out of those beta brain waves. You're not thinking about, you know, you're just allowing yourself to be and, and to yeah. see what's around you. I could talk to you all day, Melissa, honestly. I know, right? <laughs> it's, just like, it's like when you find that connection with somebody who, you know, who just is in it with you, right? It just feels so right. filling and, and beautiful. But let's just get into what type of services do you and Anthony offer? I know you're in New Brunswick, but so what kind of things do you offer? Do you do it online? Is it only at your house? What is it that? Yeah, so we, we both do online coaching. So in the coaching we do like health coaching as well as helping people through this uh, ascension process as well. Um, and so our private coaching is, is pretty customized. So, you know, the one-on-one, the -on -one, sorry, the one-on-one -on -one coaching is pretty customized. We, because everybody is, you know, a unique individual. Um, but right now we are one of the biggest things that we have in the pipeline as far as coaching programs. Um, we're working on a year membership program that will be month by month and each month it will be a new theme. So we're walking people through um, like the first month is like remembering who you are because that's like a big part of, you know, this ascension process and, and stepping into our health, right? Like we talked about that, like, um, you know, owning who you are and then it goes into some nutrition stuff and then we go into sleep. So every month we give everyone an opportunity to develop a new healthy habit. So it's over a process over a year and we're making it really affordable. Um, just because of the way inflation and everything's going. And we really kind of want it's like, it's going to be like a homeschool for adults, I think, in health and um, just helping them to be healthy. So that's really exciting that we got that going on. Um, and then we have retreats also happening. So we have three retreats listed um, for this summer and fall. So one of them we're co-hosting with Brenda Dowell. Um, so some of your listeners, I don't know, might know her. So we're doing that and that's a, um, so yeah, so live an inspired and empowered life. So, and then we have, um, deepen your connection with yourself and with your partner. So That's the first one that we're having in August. And, um, this is a couple's retreat. It's pretty, um, pretty amazing. We're actually working on that one right now and it's going to be really amazing helping couples, um, form that sacred partnership connection, helping them to, again, a lot of what we're teaching people is, you know, going back to remembering who they are and then showing up authentically in this world and, you know, being, feeling safe, showing up authentically. Uh, then we have the return to health, return to self. That one is in September. That one is a Reiki level one retreat. Both of those ones, actually all three of them are four days, um, um, for, so the people from Ontario can get here, um, we're driving distance. We're in Northern Ontario or Northern New Brunswick. So we're about 12 hours from Toronto. So it's a fairly, um, it could be a day drive, especially if people are driving with someone, uh, flying right now is obviously a mess. So I wouldn't <laughs> necessarily recommend flying to anyone. Um, and then in person, um, if you do happen to have anyone that is listening in uh, that lives in New Brunswick, we do also have some like quantum healing things. So Anthony is a sound healing therapist and we also have yoga. Um, so we do sound baths and stuff like that. So, um, some yoga and health workshops and that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, so coaching yeah. and retreats are the main thing. So I just have a question for the, maybe those listeners who are sort of, you know, like we all did at one point, dipped our starting to dip their toe in. You have mentioned the word ascension a few times. So could you just give a little background of what you mean by that? Like what that means and where you're coming from with what you're sharing with people through that? Yeah. So the, the planet right now is going through um, an ascension process. Actually, um, some of the people that we follow, they say that the planet is already um, ascended into the fifth dimension. So Oh my God, this is, this is more my husband. I work with my husband, Anthony. So it's Melanie, but it, this is more his, his uh, teaching stuff, but I'll see if I can um, get this out here in a way that I can understand. So um, the, the third dimension was very much in the physical and in the material realm. <clears throat> and we're moving out of that into a more heart centered realm. So we're coming into, people call it 5D, but it's really more of a coming from your heart. So this is why a big part of what, we're teaching is people to, to, to tap into their heart, to feel into who they are, why they're here, um, 
and what their purpose is in this world and so and, and getting them to show up in that way because there's all this change that's happening i i do believe that there's um we're moving into it actually a really beautiful time it's 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 seeming scary in this process as we're going through it and that's because a lot of the stuff that we once learned um, is dropping away and we're uncovering this new way of being which is actually the way that i think um is in a more pure form. It's going to be more like love-based and more heart-centered and um, very peaceful and, you know, just abundance. Like there's going to be a lot of abundance, but, you know, the process of getting there. So this is the big part of this ascension process is, you know, as these, a lot of us are being triggered and we're having a lot of old wounds and fears and um, things that are coming up that we have to work through. And this is just helping us to remember who we are. So it's, it's really dealing with the traumas and, um, and that, and I probably didn't, <laughs> I don't know. How was that? Yeah. Anthony is normally the guy that does that. Yeah, no, no, that makes total sense. And it's so interesting because that's, um, I have a workshop on July 7th, which will have been after this airs, but it's about helping people create the life they want to live because yeah. of all the fears that hold us back, all of those old programs that hold us back and say, you can't do this or that because of this and that, or right? And so really helping people tap into their hearts, lead from their heart and trust in their hearts. So yeah, totally makes sense to me. And I think that'll help the listeners understand where you're going with that. Yeah. <laughs> Two thumbs up. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. So we're being allowed now for the first time ever in like, I don't even know, like what, like how many lifetimes have we lived? And this is like, we're now being allowed to show up authentically and we'll be celebrated showing up authentically. Like we're, it's, it's beautiful. And it's also, you know, as it's unfolding, it kind of seems like it could be a little scary because we have those programs and it's hard to let go of these conditions and these belief systems that we have, but, mm -hmm. you know, having an open mind and heart to it all and just, you know, not, feeling shame and not judging others too. Like, I think that's one of the biggest things for me is really letting go of, of judgment through all of this. It's like, you know, that and, and dropping into the heart. That's one of the biggest things. Yeah. And yeah, it's like not judging others and also remembering not to judge ourselves, right? Like it's that, yeah. Cause that's a, I feel like that's a big one. It's we judge ourselves and self-love. This is all about self-love, right? Like coming into, and when we love ourselves and not like, fully we can show up authentically and that's really what it's all about like anthony and i right now when we're putting together this this couples retreat thing we're realizing that you know every time that we're showing up and we're being triggered most of our triggers all boil down if you go to the root cause it's all about being loved and it's like and but if we just loved ourselves we wouldn't we wouldn't need the love from the external sources it'd be like whatever i'm here and just love me as i am you know so yeah, it's, it's pretty amazing, this experience that we're all going through, this process. It's pretty exciting and awesome. Yeah, it's it's revealing the core wounds that, that are common yeah. like for, for everyone, right? And that self-love is beautiful. And so I love that you're doing a couples retreat. And I'm sure my husband will kill me for sharing this. But so he's such a, he's so open to learning and, and growing. And so we, um, we've been doing some work together. And yesterday we had some time and I was like, can we do a meditation? So we did like an hour long meditation together. And honestly, I, it was the most powerful meditation I've ever done. Like I meditate every day, but having him in the room and we were meditating together, it, it was just so powerful. I woke up like from the meditation, we came out and I just walked around and I could, I, I, my, I was buzzing, like buzzing. Like just what I went through with like, and I was like, honestly, I meditate every day and it's powerful every day, but this was like up leveled. And I said, I don't know how to awesome. experience, like how to explain this to you. And he was like, I wonder, I wonder if you guys were creating your third energy doing that. Have you heard about the third energy? No, please tell me. Okay. So I, well, again, this is like, <laughs> Anthony is so much better. I, I'm like the nutrition person and you know, I can dabble with this stuff and he explains this stuff so much better. But so the third energy is like when couples like power, like couples that are really, you know, like, like you guys are in a great relationship, like a very sacred union. Right. So when they, um, so we each have our own toroidal energy field, but when we get together, we create a third and separate energy, which is like, I don't know. It's like really like it's it's really powerful, this third and separate energy. So anyways, just look into the third energy and then maybe I don't know. 
Take I will. Because it was yeah. the most powerful experience I'd ever had. I, I yeah, it oh, was so cool. Yeah. That so cool. yeah, it was. So, okay. Sorry. That was like a little side <laughs> down a little path. Yeah. Um, so tell me, I would love to know for people who are thinking about retreats and, and thinking about that, why do you think retreats are um, so necessary for our own healing? Do you have any thoughts on that? Oh, absolutely. Well, I think community moving forward, like we need, we've, you know, We've been, first of all, for the last two and a bit years, two and a half years now, we've all been um, segregated and isolated and had like pretty much zero contact with anybody other than who lives in your household. And that really had a, a big impact on all of us. Like in, in some ways it was good because it allowed us time to go inward and to, um, you know, learn new things and do different like work with ourselves. But now we're ready for community. And I, I do feel... I don't know exactly what it is, but it's an inner knowing that community is the path that's going to help everything heal. And I think it's because of the trauma that everybody has suffered. And I think, you know, we, we offer one-on-one coaching, but one, as you, you probably, I think you offer one-on-one coaching as well. And one-on-one coaching is, it's very, um, it's, 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 it's impactful, but anytime you've like, we've done yoga training. So when you get yoga, yoga teacher training and you get, you know, the people in a room together, the healing compared to a one-on-one sessions, like, yes, when there's like really deep trauma, some people need that one-on-one attention or like if there's really deep sickness, they need that one-on-one tension. But in a group, there's just this group energy that happens and the group support, it's more inspiring, more uplifting and because of the trauma that we've had, I think this is what people need, not to mention just needing community and being back in, you know, receiving hugs and, and, you know, having eye contact and seeing smiles, right? Like, it's just, you know, I'm sure there's some sort of chemical that are given off that also, you know, in a, from a scientific kind of view, you know, that helps to that, you know, that process. But I, I do feel like we're all being called to go into community. There's a ton of people that are offering retreats. And it's just such an amazing thing, because I think there's a lot of people feeling this pull to start holding this space. Right. And I think a lot of the leaders that are holding these retreats are the people who have done the work they've, they've gone through this. So they're holding this space and for, you know, the people who, who need the support. Right. So it's, it's going to be powerful, very powerful. Um, okay. What is one piece of advice you can give someone who's struggling with their own health issues? Just one piece that maybe can sort of ignite them anything at all. Listen to the wisdom that you're getting from within and have patience. It's a journey. It's not a destination. Yeah. Be- oh my God. That's so beautiful. Patience. <laughs> it's patience. Like honestly, like, and you know, the healing journey, it's up and down. Like, it's like, you can do like two steps forward and then all of a sudden you're set back and you're like, okay, I want to give up. And it's like, you can't give up. It's not, it's not a diet. Like healing is not a diet. It's not something that you embark on for a week or two or a month or a year. It's like, no, this is a a health. And we've been so far removed from what it takes to be healthy. Like we've literally been almost guided towards sickness. So this is why it's a journey because we have to learn how to unlearn everything that we've kind of almost think we know. Right. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's a really undoing of what we think we know. So it's a, it's a journey. You need patience. Yeah. And you know, one thing that popped in when you were sharing your story, Melissa was about that time, the second time your acne came back and how you hid in your room and you called it a pity party. And you said, well, not really. And it's like, for me, what dropped in was it was, you gave yourself time to grieve. Just like to, you know, and that, that happens on a healing journey, right? So like give yourself permission to be in the grief because grief is an emotion. It doesn't have to take you over, but give yourself that time if you need to, because you are letting it's you are losing something. You're losing a part of you to move into a new part of you, right? That's how I, that's my, my take anyway. It is. This is it. And we have to feel things to heal it. And that was a really traumatic, um, like thing that I heard, like, it was like, I, I couldn't imagine. And, you know, it was like, really? And and they were there. Like I actually had those golf balls for probably like two or three years on my face and they still, I still have the scars a little bit, but um, you know, and it, but it, this is the thing. It's like everything I got lucky. Like my, 
getting cystic acne was a huge blessing because, you know, not everybody has their illness so visible to them. Right. Mm-hmm. So all of that damage could have been happening on the inside to me. And I could have, you know, been totally oblivious to what was going on. Like a lot of people are, they just, one day they're like, Oh, I got cancer or oh, I got this, you know? So that gave me the opportunity to cleanse my body and to, to reset my body. So it was a really, you know, what a blessing, you know, mm-hmm. I definitely see it as a blessing. And then it led to this too. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So last thing, and I'll put all of this stuff in the show notes. So, but how, what is the best way for people to reach out to you, to you and Anthony? Um, probably through the website so they can reach out to us at Mel and Ant. So it's M E L A N D A N T H.com. Um, we're also on social media on Facebook at Melanth, and then Instagram, we're not really doing so Facebook's probably so through our website or Facebook is probably the two best ways. And the website, they'll have a connect button that they can send us a message. And they'll also see our email there. So if they want to send an email, they can also send an email that way as well. Oh, beautiful. Or phone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm open. <laughs> Whatever. I may answer. I may think you're a telemarketer and I might, you know, try to screw with you a little bit. <laughs> thank you so so much for being here today it's just like you're so full of wisdom and I just love how open and vulnerable you are sharing your story and just you can I get to see Melissa so I'm fortunate but I see her passion you can probably hear it in her voice just about all the amazing things that she does and what she's been through really to be able to help you find what you guys need and I love how you and Anthony look at everyone is radically unique, right? You need to find your own blueprint because that's really what is important, right? We're not off a conveyor belt, right? No, 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 we're not. So just to wrap up, one thing I always ask my guests is like, what is like one silly thing or something that you do that nobody really knows that really just helps you feel grounded or just like anything at all that you could share just to bring in that little bit of, individuality that we'd love to hear I use a pendulum like for everything I don't it's not really silly but <laughs> some people might think I'm a little crazy but yeah I use a, pen, a pendulum for everything you know sometimes I'll even take it out when I'm shopping and it feels kind of silly because I'm sure people are like what is she doing <laughs> but yeah it's probably it. I use it actually just so I can get my yeses and nos so if people are wondering what that what I use it for is to find out whether or not a food or a supplement or whatever I'm going to do if it is right for me because yeah. we don't always know. So no, yeah. I know. I love my pendulum. Oh God! Like we have yeah. them in every room. They're like all over everywhere. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. My husband will come home. Yeah. He's like, "Did you use your pendulum today?" <laughs> like if I'm trying to figure. I'm like, "Yep, I did. I did." Yeah. He's yeah. like, "Good." Yeah. He's like, "I'm glad to hear that." So yeah, yeah, definitely amazing. <laughs> amazing. Yeah, a handy, handy, handy tool to have for yeah. sure. Yes, beautiful. Thank you so much again. I just so appreciate your time and it's been so amazing to connect and chat with you and um, all of the information on how to connect with Melissa will be on the show notes. So be sure to reach out if you want to just dive in or check out their retreats because they look amazing. So thank you so much, Melissa. Well, thank you. I'm so grateful. Thank you. Do you celebrate all the wins in your life, no matter how big or small? I know I sure do. And so in this moment, I'm celebrating you for finishing another podcast episode and soaking up new ways to empower, transform, and uplift your life. Want to grab the show notes and all the links talked about in today's podcast? Well, you're going to find those in the episode's description, along with a link to join my Facebook community, Supporting Resilient Women. In this group, I share even more insight, tips, and tools to live your best life. Until we meet again, my friend, and to your dreams.